0: Monica Matthews Matthew Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show Life, Love, and Liberty. Well, somebody's not going to be living in their land of liberty. That would be Michael Avenatti. Remember that dude? <laughs> Michael's going to prison for roughly 30 months. Yep, convicted. What a mess that guy was. Media propped him up like he was some kind of a god. Unbelievable. Uh, He had dirt on President Trump. So he was the god of the day, lowercase g, for media crap buckets, which our world is full of them. Talk about the quintessential grifter. That would be Michael Avenatti and remember he was making his rounds with Stormy Daniels and her uh, uh found out to be false allegations about the president in some sort of affair and she had a book and it was amazing and the view had her on and she was you know anyone who was who was falsely accusing the president um who had you know just any any form of faux or uh, genuine intent to you know smear the president with fake information or real information you know you know how that went for four years we just did not hear the end of it microphones were shoved in the faces of people who ultimately were you know found to be completely just bankrupt Mentally, emotionally, morally. This Yahoo, Michael Avenatti, you know, I have a friend of mine who likes to say that he just lets people destroy themselves because ultimately, really crappy people who have crappy character, they do exactly that. You don't have to work overtime to, you don't have to work at all to get, and you shouldn't, you should not work to get even with someone. You know, I talked about the difference between revenge. And justice, there's a very fine line, and it all feels the same. It all feels the same. but boy, when justice like this is served, Michael Avenatti basically threw himself under the bus by attempting to extort Nike of all things. Remember that? I mean, it's like either you do this or I'm gonna you know, I'm demanding 18 million dollars or yen, whatever, um, or else. You know, I'm gonna lie about you. I mean, this. Listen, there. I'm just telling you now. I don't know if you've ever been subjected to someone who is who is deliberately lying about you and on you, uh, not just mischaracterizing you as a person, but literally out to assassinate you and your character. Um, and can can sit in front of others and tell a lie about you as if it were the God's honest truth. Have you been around people like that? I've dealt with people like that professionally. There's nothing more disturbing to me than looking at someone who's just that diabolical and in, in knowing that they believe that the means to their end is justified. There's something sick about people like that where they absolutely believe that they're justified and being an extortionist, a liar, you know, someone who bribes, they, they absolutely believe that the means is, uh, is justified, right? To get to the end. And, and you have to wonder who had what on Michael Avenatti to put him in the position that he was in regarding President Trump. I mean, it is just it is a sick twisted spin cycle of wickedness that just does not seem like it's going to take a break anytime soon. It just doesn't. It it doesn't seem like it's it's going to come to um any type of 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 closure or 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 real, you know, like um ad nauseum justice. Which is what which is what decent people want to see you want to see justice right you want to see the law adjudicated you want to see law-abiding citizens um when at the end of the day um and you just look around the world and go hmm yeah i mean there's a there's a great reset coming i just had this fabulous conversation with a buddy of mine who's a pi and um <laughs> great human and uh we're talking about different places around the country to move and he says you know there's definitely a reset coming but it's probably not going to be the reset the globalists are hoping for uh and a, and a large part of the church is parroting that these are the end times and I'm like yeah I know I know and yes I believe it's a great thing that Christ would come back that would be amazing um I I don't I don't find comfort And I don't find joy. I don't find resolve in saying things like, it's the end of days, and Jesus is probably returning at any moment. I don't. Some of you are like, what? You're a Christian. Aren't you supposed to find comfort in that? Um, I'm just being honest. Like, I look forward to watching my grandchildren grow up. I look forward to growing old. I'd be lying if I told you otherwise. And so I know you guys are like, well, it'll be such a better place, and you'll be with Jesus, the Lord. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of look forward to being married again. And, you know, some things that were stolen from me, I I look forward to those being um, replaced on this side of eternity, and not even replaced, but even better than they were before, because that's also something the Word of God promises. And there's nothing wrong there's nothing unchristian or unsanctimo- uh, unsanctimonious, unsanctified about um, about being totally brutally honest about that. I'm sure that eternity with Jesus will be wow, and I'm just grateful to even be considered. You know, I hope a few letters of my name are still left in the book of life. That kind of gratitude is and in, in humility is, is by which I live with regard to my faith. But I'd be lying to you if I told you that I'm just like, oh, Jesus is coming back in a couple of weeks. It's going to be amazing and all the Democrats and all this craziness and the trans stuff and all this is just going to go out the window. Um, I, I think what you should be doing is when you're when you're afraid of a great reset in the way of um, a technological takeover or AI, I think it's probably more beneficial to look in, in the past and see that entire civilizations were were literally wiped to basically their beginnings and i want you to think about this country i want you to look around at different countries right now who were thriving i mean thriving you can look at spain you can look at venezuela countries that were positively thriving that are now scavenger countries spain not as much as as venezuela but venezuela for sure uh, is a scavenger country, and if you don't think, you talk about a Great Reset, and if you don't think that that's what the Chinese have in store for this country, I mean, you would be talking about complete annihilation of your way of life. You're talking about work camps. And to the extent that the Chinese are purchasing land in this country and around the globe, to I mean, it should it should startle you. It should startle you. So, you know, there are those people I come in contact with who some believe that it would be the greatest thing ever if we did have a great reset and all the technology, all of the brouhaha that this world thinks that it can, you know, uh, worship at the altar of, um, if all of that just somehow disintegrated, and and it it could. I mean, God, uh, nature, whatever you want to call it, or him, has um has moved in the past and complete civilizations have been wiped out. So it is entirely possible. So I, I think, you know, as for me in my house, I, I think, <laughs> I don't think I know, uh, my mind is is this. I'm going to work with what I have right in front of me with one eye on the future of the fact that we could very easily and rapidly turn into a third world country here um in different states i think your states are for sure where your power centers are but i think you could see different urban areas fall big time um and you could see i mean that's why i'm always pushing for you guys to you know really stand together in your respective communities and to build community because that's where your power is going to be is in smaller communities, not your densely populated urban areas. So if anything is going to fall, it would likely happen there first. I mean, that's just common sense. So you have to be prepared for that because what's going to happen to the city dwellers? You're not going to want to be in the suburbs or a metro surrounding area. You're going to want to be in a position to be able to provide for your family. And for some of you, it's like, oh, God, Monica's starting to sound like a prepper. Where's her tinfoil hat. Can you just hear it scratching together? (laughs) It's like, no. I'm just a very pragmatic, objective person, Um, you know, wrapped up into this beautiful package of female emotions. So, yes. I think you can be all of the above. So congratulations for justice. Michael Avenatti will not be the next president of the United States of America. He is on his way to prison. In other news, uh, someone sent something to me yesterday that was very interesting. It was a picture of um, General Michael Flynn and others. Uh, who were standing in front of a Q I think Mike Lindell was in the picture um and the founder of Virginians for America first uh bishop Leon Benjamin and I'm not sure who the other person was. It was it was a kind of a uh, a cloudy photo. Um but but the concern and the question for me was what is this? Uh a Q centric person sent out um a, I think she's on Telegram. She's got like 165 thousand followers. I don't have her name right in front of me. Cute girl. Uh, apparently, she has a lot of followers who are very Q centric, and the, you know if you've if you've watched any of the Netflix stuff on on the Q doc, or I'm sorry, YouTube on the Q docs. Um, you you know that there's like timelines, right? And it and it's kind of like in concentric circles, and and everything is connected. You, you have like this concentric circle connectivity with regard to timelines, people, places, events, past, present, and future dates, things of that nature. That's that is a very Q-centric um, uh, comms uh, operation and. And in this particular layout, you had President Trump at the center. You had Paula White below him, his pastor. You had a lot of other things and information and dates and stuff that's going on. And, and on the whiteboard in this picture that General Michael Flynn is in along with the others, um, this same kind of labyrinth is in the picture that appears to be the exact same uh, labyrinth-like timeline. I don't know what else you would call that. And, you know, people are like, what is this? Is the story that Stu Peters broke true? Uh, you know, there was a gentleman, uh, what was his name? Simon Parsons, uh at any rate. Cyrus, Cyrus, uh, a gentleman by the name of Cyrus was on Stu Peter's show a few weeks ago or last week and said, you know, he broke the news that he believes that General Michael Flynn is Q. Others will tell you that he is not, he's not Q, that he's not the only Q, right? And, and why is this such a big deal? Because people are trying to tie uh, President Donald Trump to the Q effort because now they have a January 6th commission And so if you can tie him to Q, then you could basically tie him to inciting this craziness that went on at the Capitol that has nothing to do with President Trump outside of your three-letter agencies and Democrats and a few crazies that got rolled up into it and a whole lot of patriots who were there on the lawn. Um, who, you know, were about to walk into the Capitol and then realized that things were going downhill and did not enter into the Capitol. In the meantime, you have Capitol Police who are opening the doors. All of this is on video. This isn't some theory. You can watch the Capitol Police open the doors for people and invite them in. So it's mind-blowing for those of us who can see with our own two eyes and who can hear, and we know exactly what went down. And... uh, And we're not, you know, Trump cultists, and we're not, you know, these crazy fringe, right, neo-Nazi, whatever the hell you want to call them people, white nationalists or whatever. You know, we're we're just, we're your basic hum-ho, but eyes to see, ears to hear, tax-paying, law-abiding citizens who, you know, stand for the national anthem and put our hearts over, I mean, our hands over our heart for, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance. That's us, right? But apparently there's a commission, and there's going to be field offices in every city now <laughs> to, you know, keep an eye on us dissenters. <laughs> you have to laugh at this stuff because it's so beyond ridiculous. But it's your tax dollars and mine, by the way. You know, because there's not a money tree out back out back the Capitol. There's not a money tree. So... Uh, you, you just have to laugh at this stuff sometimes, but it is, uh, it, it is positively nuts with the January 6th commissions. So, okay, let's get back to Flynn. So, so there's some, you know, there's a lot of people who believe that, you know, General Flynn is General Flynn. He got the raw end of the deal and, uh, and he narrowly escaped, um, you know, prison himself and uh in a in a really bad rap, a really bad deal. And and there and some people are okay with thinking that he's Q. You know, that would that would be a really cool thing. There there's a growing um thought process, however, that that General Flyn uh may be in alignment with General McChrystal. And so that the um, two sides of the same coin can be playing to the center to ultimately still the destruction of the country. Now, I, I'm not agreeing with either of any of this. I'm just telling you uh, because I'm still, you know, pulling information together and watching. I mean, really, if you just observe, you can learn so much by just calming down, getting out of your lizard and your monkey brain and just observing what's going on. Okay, and sure, could Cyrus and others be plants in order to cause, you know, all kinds of hysteria and division within particular movements? Of course, that is absolutely possible. Is it plausible that uh, General Flynn is Q? I have no idea. He could be, but I have a feeling that it's probably it encompasses more than one person. So that movement probably has a lot more than one person at the helm. Uh, Is it a coordinated effort? It appears to be. I have no idea who's behind it but it appears that it could be. So it is a problem um if President Trump is is aligned with Q at this point because the Democrats have done a fantastic job of aligning Qsters with uh, uh insurrection. That has become the narrative. So and unfortunately dissenters have been rolled up into that as criminal, right? And as we know, our Declaration of Independence, our Bill of Rights, Constitution, all of that allows for and actually demands that you keep an eye on your government, and if you see that you've got some type of totalitarian craziness going on, you are in fact, it is your duty to stand and to stand in dissent, Right. And not just to stand, but to act accordingly and by law, okay, and legally by legal measures to stand against a tyrannical government. That is your duty as an American citizen. It's not a suggestion. That is your birthright. You know, in Christianity, we talk a lot about a jurisdiction and birthright. And in the, in the heavenlies, understand, remember, we have the power to release, to bind, and to loose right? Whether it's here in the earth or it's in the heavens. And Jesus says, whatever you bind here on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose here is loosed. That's why, you know, in my bedtime stories, I talk a lot about forgiveness before you go to sleep at night to to basically reconcile your accounts. It's really important to do that because you don't want to, even if the accounts that are building up are against yourself, and actually particularly more so. It's very important for you to reconcile your debts. If you have debts against the Lord and you're going against your conscience on things, it's important to reconcile those things because they weigh on you heavily. And then you drag that out into the marketplace, you take it to your jobs, you take it into your social landscape, you take it into policy, you know, you take it to your boards of education. I mean, it's just it's a trickle, it's a trickle, it's almost like an MLM. <laughs> right? It doesn't trick it, it ultimately trickles back up, but it trickles out and down you know, assuming that you're at the top of your food chain in your life. So um, going against your own conscience, going against, you know, and not having peace with people in your life and just piling up unforgiveness and bitterness and debts of others, not a super healthy way to live. I'm just going to tell you. So I would encourage you to reconcile those accounts every night and to the best of your ability. If you need help with that, God, you know, pray. I need help. I, I really don't even want to forgive this person, but I know I'm supposed to, so can you help me out with this? I promise you, as God is my witness, the second you purpose it in your heart to align with God to loose someone from their debts, His Spirit absolutely comes to align with you. That is a jurisdictional promise. That is a kingdom promise, because His Word is here to serve us. And when you are acting in faith and not fear, that faith gets activated, by the by the author of our faith. So with that, I would say dissent is important. Lawlessness is ridiculous, and that's that's the spirit you know by which we're being ruled right now is lawlessness. And it's really important to keep your hearts pliable because the word says that in the latter days men's hearts will wax cold because of one thing, lawlessness. So it's but you know what when something is waxed, it can be melted and so the heat that we need to apply to that cold wax that's starting to build up around a lot of hearts around this country is the heat of the holy spirit. We're not going to be able to do it on our own. I firmly believe that whether president trump's reinstated, the democrats take the house and the senate, none of that matters. We're still relying upon politics. Can you imagine what venezuelans are going through right now? How about the chinese? How about the chinese that are not communists who are who are stuck under that totalitarian rule? How about the people of Haiti? I mean, how about any n- people in in different countries of Africa who are under complete crazy Muslim control? How about the people of Iran, who were once a very uh, free culture? Right. I mean, I have friends who are like their families. I see pictures back in the seventies of their moms and sister cousins, and whatnot in bikinis. <laughs> if you, uh, I mean, really. That is definitely not the case now. So you can go from liberation to oppression very quickly. And we don't think that's possible in this country. Um, I, I'm not really sure why. I, I don't know if there's just a malaise that's been put over us, spiritually speaking. I don't know. At any rate, you know, it is not criminal. I need you to repeat that after me. It is not criminal for you to apply dissent to Whenever it comes to your government and your governing bodies, it is incumbent. It is your duty. It is your jurisdiction to stand against treason and tyranny, oppression. It is your duty to do that. It is your mandate from on high. Why do you think they're wanting to dismantle things like the Declaration, the Constitution? There's a reason why do you think people have completely adulterated the word of God over the years? And there's so many different versions of the truth, right? Why do you think that's so? Because you water it down, you dilute it. It doesn't hold the same power. And your words have power, so does your faith. So, it's it's important that President Trump not get rolled up into the uh the Q craziness because the Democrats have turned this into another Russia gate. They've turned it into another witch hunt. Um, And it's not just the Democrats. I mean, it's the Republicans too. Sorry. It's your globalists. It's the RNC, the DNC. It's all the above. And so that's another truth we're going to have to accept. That's why I don't send a dime to the RNC or a single GOP, nor will I. I know exactly how they've worked against this president. They've worked against me and they've worked against you. And they will continue to do so their arrogance precedes them so i their their sanctimony is a stench to this nation it is horrific so i don't know what that picture is about i don't know why those gentlemen are standing in front of a whiteboard i i don't have those answers it it is like wow okay so that's interesting <laughs> about a week after you know, this assertion's been made. I, I can't even call it an accusation. Um, because I, I'm I'm not other than calling for a digital army, okay, I mean there would certainly be things to answer for. What what exactly is the digital army doing? I mean, hell, if you wanted to haul someone before a congressional hearing or an oversight hearing, right? Um, in order to get to the bottom of Q, because you think there's some type of a terror underpinning there. I want to know when we're bringing the entire media apparatus before, the, before a congressional hearing for that exact purpose. I mean, if we're talking about creating mobs of lawless dissenters, Okay, then I want to know when the national media apparatus is going to be dragged before Congress to be held accountable. That's what I want to know. When are we going to do that? Because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if you're telling me, talk about a digital army, what do you call MSNBC? What do you call uh, NBC, CBS, ABC? What, what do you call those guys? That is a digital army, right? So I think it matters what you're calling people to do. Now, if you're giving people information with different things that are going to happen and you're alerting them to different, you know, uh, different dates on the calendar to pay attention to. I don't know who's executing those things on the calendar. I don't know how those things, I don't know how those chess pieces are being moved on the board. No idea. But if you're there to inform people to keep an eye or to, what what is their mantra? Um oh come on crap I should know this Um uh not keep the faith y'all know what it is come on um the uh It'll come to me. It's not keep, the, this is when I wish I was live. <laughs> someone will call in inevitably or text me and go or tweet to me and give me the answer. Uh, or my producer would look at me and say, this is, this is what it is. This is what the cute people say. Uh, but it, it's not save the date. You know, it's not keep hope alive. But it, it's some little euphemism that's that's very Q-centric. And, you know, it's it, it's enough to make you nuts for someone who's out here actually rolling up sleeves and working. Uh, Others of you are just kind of laid back in the pool, resting on the Q laurels, just, you know, uh, you think it'd be the greatest thing ever if it was General Flynn. I don't know who it is, like I said. I, you know, I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, the whole, that's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Trust the plan. (laughs) Trust the plan. I mean, there are a lot of people just kind of kicked back on the old uh, Q laurels, you know, in the Q recliner. Just trust the plan. And listen, are there sickening tunnels of pedophilia throughout the world? Absolutely. Absolutely. We know that trafficking humans is a multi-billion dollar interest, uh, industry. We know that's one of the, the largest economies on the planet. We know that. Uh, we also know that there are, you know, what, five, five power centers in this, in, 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 in this entire mess here, in this labyrinth called, you know, Life on Earth. We know that there, there are five power structures that we constantly contend with that are, you know, at the top of the food chain. We know that. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, you know, I don't know where Flynn sits in all of this, and I'm sure, you know, observing, you'll see all of it come out, you know, here in the coming days. Um, But, yeah, that's something to pay attention to on Telegram. And uh, just so you know, there's a little bit of buzz there. Uh, I don't have any special insider information for you, but I think, you know, as you see Iran go dark, you see political figures assassinated, uh, you see ships that are now going in the wrong direction that could or could not be housing children who have been trafficked, You know, I mean, there's any number of things going on in the world, but remember to pay attention to things in your neighborhood. One of the things to pay attention to is the fact that you should be fighting for cameras in your school, in your classrooms. I absolutely agree with that. Matt Walsh was on last night on Tucker Carlson. I will tell you all this. I have not watched Tucker Carlson. I have not watched anything cable newsworthy (laughs) since January 20th, but, um, I received a text last night from someone who said, you know, to pay attention to what's going on with Tucker right now. So I tuned in and Matt Walsh was on and Matt is like this very stoic Awesome conservative who's just like in your face with very basic, you know, uh, decency principles, right? He's got kids. He's, he's a good dude. If you don't follow him, you should on Twitter, Matt Walsh. Uh, but he was talking about, Hey, if you're doing things in a public school setting that you wouldn't want on camera, then you shouldn't be doing them in a public school setting. So, uh, there's nothing wrong with you guys fighting back to have cameras placed into your room so you can see what your teachers are up to. It is a government funded, uh, piece of property of which you are funding. So that is something that I would fight for. Your teachers' unions are going to be fighting against it, as you know, but those are one of the very small things that you do have control over. So during this time, whenever you feel like you have no control over anything – uh, you do actually on a granular level have control. Kudos to, uh, my, my, my congressional hero of the day would be Senator Rand Paul. He is going, I'm sorry. Yeah. of <laughs> like Rand Paul. Ron Paul. I love it. I've got Ron Paul in my head. Every time I say Rand, I see his dad, but, uh, cause I'm with his dad. His dad thinks we should abolish the TSA. The TSA. I'm totally on board. But one step closer to that, you've got Rand Paul who is set to introduce immediate repeal of mass mandates on planes. Um, I am all for that. So I know the uh, beverage cart cat, ranch, cat ranchers are not going to be super pumped about that, but I am all for that. You should call his office and cheer him on. You should call your own congressional poops and cheer them on to get behind him and your state senators with that. I'm going to bid you adieu. I love you guys. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror, as I always say. Thank you for sharing my work. I appreciate you, especially all you new followers on on LinkedIn. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate your intellect, your intelligent engagement, your passion, uh, you know, always food for thought. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can join me next Tuesday again for my health call and I'll give that number out later in the week. I'll put that up later this week as well. Um, yeah, I love you guys. Thanks for being so great. And, uh, we'll see you next time.